Welcome to that Jeep show. Okay, tonight's episode, I have a very special guest joining me. I want you guys to welcome Ed Coco of Moto X to the show. Welcome, Ed. Thank you, Shannon, for having me. So tell our listeners about your product and how it came about being produced. Oh, geez, it's it, it's an interesting uh, product for sure. Um, I've been an entrepreneur and an outside tech senior accounts manager for many years. And I also worked in the automotive industry as well in uh, uh, sales and management capacity. So I spent a lot of time in my vehicles and a lot of time on the road. So I would stop like at the grocery store on the way home and grab some groceries. Where do I put my bag? I put my bag on the front seat. And wouldn't you know it, on my way home almost every time, some knucklehead would cut me off or slam the brakes on or do something dumb. And guess what? My grocery bag would go flying on the floor and my stuff would be everywhere. And I, you know, point blank, I would just get, I would just get pissed off, you know, and I would be like, there's gotta be a better way. So, you know, I just been kicking it around, kicking it around and, and, uh, you know, I was fortunate, though, that none of my stuff ever really broke. You know, like if you would break eggs or milk, you know, you have a problem on, on your mm-hmm. on your front floor. So I thought I could fix this problem. So I'm thinking along the lines of like hmm, maybe a seatbelt or a cord. So actually, the idea came to me when, you know, I, I was laying down trying to sleep and you know, I'm a kind of a, a night owl and, you know, I have other business interests, so I, I'm usually up late. So I was trying to crash one night, and I was like, darn, you know, I just got got to be a better way. So then actually the shock cord and the hook and some ideas started popping in my head. And then I just crawled out of bed with a notepad, and I started jotting stuff down at like 1.30 in the morning. And... Once you know it, I came up with this idea for Bag Moto. And, uh, you know, pretty much that's how Bag Moto was born, you know, from there. And uh, I refined it along the way. Uh, and I filed a patent and a trademark on it. And that's oh. pretty much the story. Oh, that is so awesome. And I will say I have one and I absolutely love it. It is the most handiest thing to have, whether it's on the trail or just driving down the road, whatever. It really does secure things. So, I mean, it's really a great product. Now, I have a question. How did it come about that you got involved in the Jeep community? Well, um, back in the... the mid to late 2000s, I actually worked for Chapman Dodge Jeep here in Las Vegas. I was a salesperson Mm -hmm. and I had uh, come from another car business here in Las Vegas and a bunch of us uh, left that dealership and went to Chapman and I started selling Dodge Ram 4x4, you know, Laredo trucks and Jeeps and Dodge cars, but mostly mostly trucks and Jeeps. 
where where I was hanging out, you know, in that part of the business. So uh, I just always liked the four by four off road and the Jeep product, especially because well back then, even still till to this day, the Jeep is really a very simplistic vehicle. And uh, back then also we did uh, some mods the dealership would offer, you know, the lift kit, some tires, rims, you know, some fundamental stuff. And uh, Vegas got hot because Vegas in the desert, you know, everybody drives anywhere they want out here. You know, they just you could be driving down the road and somebody will go up. I'll go across the center median just because they have a four by four Jeep and go up the road the opposite way, you know. Um, but that's pretty much how I got interested and involved uh, with Jeeps. And then me being a tech guy for all these years in software and technology sales as well in my career, um, I got on Instagram and I thought, hmm, you know, this product is great for on the street, but I started following some Jeeper girls and I was like, they're taking the doors off, the roof off. And then I was going to the grocery store, not there long after I started, after I opened up my IG account and there was a girl next to me at the stoplight uh, about a mile away from my house and she had the doors off and she had her purse on like a wire hanger hook. And I was like, I already invented this product and I was trying to get her attention, but she wouldn't look over. She probably thought I was hitting on her. But anyway, <laughs> that's when I realized uh, in the early stages of my IG account that, you know, there's a really good solution for the Jeeper girls out there, uh, you know, on the street or even off road. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. It is just a great product. So what other companies do you have? Oh, do you have a couple of days? Um, <laughs> all right. So I've been an entrepreneur and an outside sales guy, uh, guy most of my life. So uh, selling technology. Um, I own and I make a, uh, a pretty good living from my 702p as in Paul, p2p.com. And my 702socialmedia.com. I build websites and mobile apps, and I am in the software 3D design space. And that kind of helped me with uh, the bag moto. And then um, I'm also part owner of a mobile app company that I helped design a dating app that's coming out. Uh, and then I also own part of a company. Uh, a casino gaming company where I and a friend of mine invented a blackjack game that was approved in the uh, state of Nevada. And it was actually in the casino, the Rio hotel and casino, and then COVID hit. And then that kind of shut everything down. And I'm trying to play catch up with that and get my game back out on the casino floor. It's called twisted 21. It's a felt based game. It's not digital. And then, um, Finally, I own part of Badass Baking Company, and we make six, six different kinds of uh, peanut brittle, nut, uh, almond, cashew, and 
pecan brittle, along with six different types of quarter pound cookies. Each cookie weighs a quarter pound. So those are the businesses that I'm involved in. I'm a seven day a week guy. I'm always working, working, working. Oh yeah, I love you're a it. busy man. I, I I am, but I I I like to take time away too. I mean, uh, I create my own schedule, so you know I I like to go to the pool and chill and do some other things, hiking, uh, you know, along those lines. So. Oh yeah, I love hiking. I've really enjoyed my summer so far. I'm on summer break, so I love hiking. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I love my mountain bike. Oh, yeah. I, I, I used to bike a little bit, but anymore, and this is going to sound, which I love, you know, going on trails in my Jeep and stuff, but anymore, I like just walking and hiking, you know. I guess I'm a little bit different here lately. Oh, no, I do that, too. I walk. Oh, I probably, I like to do around my, the development where I live, we have like about a two, between a two and four mile loop. So I like to do at least three to four miles. At least I try to get out every day, but I, I probably get in about maybe three days a week on the average. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So what's the future products going to be released? Well, I, I, I gave you a little peek of one of them. <laughs> yes, that was um, top secret. <laughs> it's top, it's triple top secret right now, but um, not really. But um, so we're working on another product in uh, with Bagmoto, you know, the Bagmoto uh, line. Um, it's called the Moto X, and then we have the Moto X Pro, <clears throat> and um, those are going to be the next two products that come down the pipe that I'm going to release out on Instagram, but till I get a chance to release it on Instagram, of course, I have a small team and you're included that I'm going to uh, ship the product out to and get some feedback, like a little mini focus group. I always like to focus my products before I, pr I bring them out for sale mm -hmm. because the people that use them, their, their opinion and their feedback is real important for the success of, of the product. So I'd like to randomly pick a handful of people and put them on my team and give them a free sample, let them play with it, and then give me all your feedback on what you like about it and what you don't like about it. That's an awesome idea. So just a quick note. The Moto X Pro, all right, I'm going to leak a little bit. It's going to be like Bag Moto. And you saw the product. That was about three quarters complete. But um, it will have the uh, same mechanism at the top where the shock, with the shock cord. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece that comes with Bag Moto, the Moto Stop, uh, that's where it all ties together. And it has the notch where the hook fits in if you're not using it under your headrest. So that's going to be totally redesigned in a more rugged hex, hex shape to give it some, you know, a little bit of like a little rugged badass kind of look, you know. 
Oh, yeah. I'm totally excited. I can't wait. I'm very excited for it. Um, You have created like a great product and I believe in your product and your companies that you have. And I think, you know, you're going to do amazing in the Jeep community and beyond the Jeep community. So I'm pretty excited. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, like anything else, you know, we're a startup, you know, we're not a very big company. But um, we're focused and we want to bring uh, solution-based products out there to the Jeep and the 4x4 community and the regular public that drives, you know, just a regular a regular car, you know. The, the product works, you know, on the street or off-road. So um, another little leak on the Moto X. The Moto X is the same thing as Moto X Pro. But that won't have a bungee on it. You know, that won't have a shock cord system to it. Um, That's going to be a solo piece. And I'll let you know in private where where and how it's going to be used. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. And then as soon as uh, you can release what you can, I can't wait to get that out to our listeners and and beyond in the Jeep community. So I appreciate all, all, all your support for sure. Absolutely. So is there any upcoming events that you will be attending? Well, we, you know, we launched this product smack dab in the middle of COVID. I mean, I put out in June bag moto on the internet and we sold 50 units like within like maybe like a month, month and a half and during COVID. So, but during COVID, I was just, you know, in 2020 and last year in 2021, really didn't focus on on doing any events. Um, But this year, I believe I'll be at SEMA for sure. So, yeah, that would be a big success right there for you. Yeah, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk and do SEMA. I wanted to do it last year, but I wasn't ready for it. Um, But now that. Uh, the the COVID situation has subsided to some degree. Um, uh, I am planning on going to SEMA, uh, try to set up some appointments and uh, see how it goes. If it goes well, maybe I'll put together a booth for the following year. If I have a good year this coming year. So, uh, so that's probably about the only thing. Um, I don't own a Jeep, but I do own a SUV all-wheel drive, but um, I'm probably going to look for some key people. I miss Jeep Beach, uh, but if anybody's going to any of the Rocky Mountain stuff or wants a rep for me, uh, I'm open to uh, one or two reps for any Jeep events out there in Jeep land. All your Jeep listeners, they can you know, reach out to me on uh, my Moto X Pro IG or Bag Moto. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm hoping this year that um, I get to go to the Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. It actually has been kind of a slow process because, um, of course, you know, I've got a brand new 2021 JLU that I just purchased, and it's in the process of being built at the moment. And, Of course, COVID has caused some parts delays, 
So I'm still waiting on a few things and I'm hoping that it arrives soon. So my build can get completed before August, but we'll see how it goes, but I'm hoping to get there this year. I really want to go. So that would be cool. Um, how far along are you? Um, well, nothing has started, but I have everything, but a couple of things. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm hoping by at least the middle of July that I have everything and then it can, uh, it can get built. So I'm actually not going to do, um, I've got all the products, but I'm actually on my new one. I'm not going to be doing the upgrades myself because now my older ones, I will do whatever. I don't care. But my brand new one, I'm going to have a professional just do it and get it done. And so I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, definitely have the pros do that one. I saw pictures of it. I'm sure it's going to look real nice when you get done with it. it yeah. Good. I'm pretty excited. So me and Vince are big music people. So I've got to ask, what are you playing this week music-wise? Oh, man, you hit a sweet spot for me. I love music as well. Um, I grew up with uh, a lot of Southern rock and, uh, you know, rock and roll back, you know, Pink Floyd, Zeppelin, you know, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big fan of some of the Southern rock. So I, I like a lot of Leonard Skinner, you know, I like Pink Floyd. So I, I'd probably say Skinner, give me three steps. Floyd, uh, wish you were here. Um, I like some off-the-wall bands, too. I mean, we have one here in Vegas called Rec Reckless in Vegas, and mm -hmm. I like to listen to their rock version of Luck Be a Lady, a uh, mm -hmm. Frank Sinatra piece. Um, there's another song I like called Six Shooter by Coyote Kisses. Um, I, I, I always have Enter Sandman Metallica on my playlist while I'm working. And uh, I like the little Run DMC "Walk This Way." Yeah, uh, with Aerosmith. Songs you've listed, I love every everything you've listed so far. And then there's one called a band called Dirty Vegas, and it's a song called "Days Go By," and there's like five different versions of it, you know. But it used to be on popular years ago on the Mitsubishi Eclipse commercial, um, and. Uh, and I used to work and do, I did some work for Mitsubishi. So I kind of like that song as well. But uh, I, I'm pretty flexible. I can listen to some funk, some rap, some old dance music, uh, blues, you know. But I, I'm all over the place. But I like stuff a little bit more pick me up, you know, for the most part. Yeah. I like to get pumped up, pumped up stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. So outside of creating all these amazing products and companies, uh, what kind of hobbies do you like to do? Um, I'm really a simple kind of man. You know, I like, I love my, I love the water, first of all. So I'm a water baby. I love swimming. I like boogie boarding if I head to the beach. I like just chilling on the beach, get work on my tan, you know, go to the pool. Uh, I like fishing. I'm a fisherman. I like to fish for trout, bass. I've done some deep sea fishing for tuna offshore. So 
I like to fish. I'm not much of a hunter. I don't hunt well. Um, but I can, I like to fish a lot. So, um, I played golf in high school. So, and I learned golf at an early age. So I've been a golfer my whole life too. So I like to get out and I like to be outside. I like to be out in the nature. As you can tell, I like my, my, uh, my K2 mountain bike and being here in, in Las Vegas, we have a lot of dirt and a lot of trails, you know? Mm-hmm. So for hiking, I like to hike, 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 walk, but I also like my bike. And then um, I am such a big sports fan when it comes to baseball, football, and and college hoops. Um, I used to play in high school uh, baseball and uh, golf. And then um, I also played semi-pro football and what else? I had tryouts with the Phillies and the Dodgers. That's oh, my sport. Wow. That's my sporting background. Pretty much an athlete up until about my 40s. And then I packed it in. And uh, now I just take it on easy street with the fishing, golfing, biking, you know, not, no, no, nothing real aggressive. So I got to ask, are you a UNLV fan? I am a UNLV fan. Yeah, I'm actually wearing a UNLV t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I'm yeah. a running rebel. Well, I'm living. I'm living in Vegas, going on 22 years. Mm-hmm. I'm originally from Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. If, if anybody's ever heard of the song by Billy Joel, Allentown, mm-hmm. that's where I grew up in the Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton area. The home of Larry Holmes, a professional boxer. Uh, that's where I grew up. And uh, I moved away to Vegas uh, 22 years ago. And I've been here ever since. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here on the show tonight. I know you're a busy man and got a lot of things going. And I want you to come back sometime, especially whenever uh, these new products get released and maybe come back and give us a little scoop on them. Oh, for sure. I'd love to. Um, we're probably looking at, you know, two to three weeks out before I can, mm-hmm. uh, at the minimum, but so I can get a pro- the prototypes made so right. I can ship, so I can ship you one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other, uh, other than that, I mean, uh, you know, those are the two things that I'm focusing on right now is getting the Moto X stuff out. I really want to get them out for the Jeep community. I I went from like zero followers on Instagram to almost 900 now. Mm-hmm. And I um, have real good followers. I'm very particular. I delete a lot of people, a lot of bots. So my my following is clean. Um mm-hmm. And I love, I love my followers. I mean, yeah, I think I have a good product and a solution for everyone and especially coming up for the Jeep, Jeep and four by four community. So I definitely look forward to coming back and uh, telling everybody about the new product. Yeah. So where can our listeners go to um, and follow you and purchase your products? So Bagmoto.com is the product website for uh, for Bagmoto stuff. It, there, 
you can shop from there. But I have videos on there and explains the product for people that want to know a little bit more. There's some videos on there of me actually making the product because the product is made on an industrial grade 3D printer. So the printer that Bagmoto is made on is not a 3D printer like you have in your home. I mean, this is a uh, three quarters of a million dollar HP that I could make 700 pieces in 24 hours. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so it'll show you how we make them. Some, some, vid some, some video clips, um, some video clips of me sandblasting them all. And uh, so, yeah, so bagmoto.com, um, stopyourstuff.com is the actual domain that goes directly to, to the shopping cart. So I market both of them. One is to, if you want to see more about the product, and then the other one is if you just want to buy right away. There's some information on there. And, uh, you know, there's some some slides and some video on stopyourstuff.com, which is Shopify cart. And then I have motoxpro.com. And that's my company. That's my company site. Um, I do 3D design out of that company as well as the products I designed for myself. So I posted up recently, we're working with a company in California. We're designing a, a golf cart roof that you can embed solar panels in. That'll keep recharging your golf cart's battery. Oh, wow. So I was contracted to design that piece and then possibly prototype it. So if there's anybody out there that has an idea for a product, uh, if it's just a one-off and you need it for something, or if it's a product you want to take to market, look me up at motoxpro.com uh, on IG, uh, same name, and uh, I'd be happy to you know, help you through the process because I'm very familiar with designing, but also I have several patents and trademarks. So I can help. I give a lot of free game to help people along. Uh, I like to see people be successful. So um, I don't charge everybody for every little thing, except for when I have to put some serious work into it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I'm definitely open for business on designing stuff. Oh, that is awesome. You guys, I'm serious. Go follow his pages on IG and get this handy device. It is just completely awesome. And I thank you for being here again, Ed. And guys, we'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back to that Jeep show. Okay, Vince, that was a pretty little handy gadget there that we were talking about in that interview. I actually carry mine around with me everywhere I go. Yeah, that's a good thing to have. Yeah. Okay, so since our favorite time of year is upon us, and with many of us hitting the trails and some of us for the first time, I thought we should give some tips for those overnight wheeling trips and just wheeling tips in general. What do you think, Vince? Sounds good to me. All right. Now my list starting out, it kind of sounds like what, but okay. Of course you want to have tools. All right. That's a must. Yeah. Everybody right. should know that if you don't have tools, have a screwdriver, have the 10 millimeter handy. Okay. Definitely. Have some duct tape. <laughs> 
duct tape. Her. That's what I was fixing to say. I was fixing to say, okay, now it's turned to this. Duct tape, <laughs> zip ties, flashlight. Yeah. I mean, flexible wire. You can't go wrong with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're still talking about willing tips. <laughs> and, um, you know, I have some flashlights, a tire plug kit, um, a 12-volt air pump. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And, and think about, you know, think about the other people that you might be with that maybe not as, uh, as trail ready as you are. So, you know, flashlights and stuff are, are definitely handy because I've been on the trail before and some guy will break down and he'll say, well, I don't have a flashlight, you know, so I have one, you know, so think about the other people also. Yeah. And with that said, that's the number one tip. Don't go alone. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can't say that enough. I've been in, when I first started off-roading, I got in some situations and stuck for hours and hours. And, uh, you know, I shouldn't have been where I was at the time I was by myself with no experience. You know what I mean? It was kind of one of those things just because you have a Jeep and it's set up the way it should be set up. Doesn't mean that you should be there doing things and definitely don't be by yourself. Yeah. And, um, you know, some other tips to keep in mind, especially if you're going on a long journey that perhaps you're camping overnight and stuff. If you're normal campers, you kind of know what to pack. But still, I want to go through some things. You want to make sure you have plenty of blankets, snacks, extra gas. And um, this tip is something that I had to use several times um, that I find handy. But any trip, especially if you're going to go with kids or anything, um, my youngest son, he had like severe allergies. So I always had to have the EpiPen, Benadryl, that kind of medicine on hand. So if you suffer from extreme allergies or somebody's going with you that you know has allergies, I know food allergies are more common this day, be prepared. Pack your medicine that you may need. And you never know what could happen. You could be stuck out there for longer than what you're expected. So you always want to be prepared. Yeah, that's true. I, I always carry like little like sting kits and stuff with me because I've been in situations, you know, where you you just disturb a pack of bees or or not. I guess it's a pack, but a hive of bees, and uh, you know, and that you know you get stung or and like you said, somebody could have an allergic reaction or anything like that. But definitely, if you have kids along with you, you know, a little sting kit helps a lot, and they're small and you can carry them really. You know, something that I have in my Jeep and it's super, super handy for several different things, but it's just one of those, like a tarp, like a blue tarp. You can pick them up real cheap, you know, at big lots or anywhere like that, Harbor Freight or anywhere, but um, they fit underneath your seat real easy and they're perfect for emergency rainstorm. You know, you need to throw up a tent, you need to strap a top on your Jeep real quick. You could do that. Uh, but, you know, if you break down, it's something that you can lay on underneath your Jeep. You don't have to lay in the water and mud. And I've, I've been in some pretty nasty stuff working on some Jeeps, and it would be nice to have some sort of protection between myself and the ground, you know. And uh, so I, I carry one of those underneath my back seat, out of the way, out of sight, out of mind, easy to pack and cheap. 
Um, one of the companies, speaking of uh, being prepared and stuff, one of my go-to places for my bag to stock is Dragoon Unlimited. I guarantee you, if you go on their website, you're going to find something that you need. I mean, seriously, check them out. I have several other products and use them, and they are awesome. So it's not only just for like your willing trips that you can pack your bag, camping, different things like that outdoors. Make sure to check them out. They're a great company based out of Texas, veteran-owned, and 5% of every sale goes towards veteran organizations. So make sure to check them out, dragoonunlimited.com. And actually on our Instagram page, we actually have a code uh, where you can save a little bit of money. And I'll actually put that in our bio of this episode. So you guys that don't have Instagram can grab that code. Yeah, that, they definitely have about anything you need really in the- you know, like you can't get any better than being veteran owned and, and giving back to the community. So uh, check them out for sure. Yeah. And as always, when we're talking about will and trips, sometimes I feel like we talk repeatedly about the same things, but you got to keep in mind, somebody may be new to this and may not have heard a previous episode of what we've discussed or something sort of like that, but make sure you check out your Jeep before you go on any kind of off-road adventure. You want to make sure everything is ready to go because I've been there when you've not checked everything and then you get out there and something happens and then you're like, okay, I should have checked this before I left. (laughs) Yeah, I've been there, you know, especially because you think that, uh, oh, I'm good. Everything's good. No, it's not. You should actually check everything. Every time you go off-road, you should check everything out. Like you said, you know, I know we repeat a lot of things, but there are new people out there. And, I, you know, some things I don't think you could repeat enough, to be honest with you. Like, just your maintenance on your vehicle, that's very important. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everybody should be doing that. So, Yeah, definitely. Check your tires. Check your oil. Check yeah. All that stuff, because it all comes into play whenever you're going to put any kind of extra added stress on your Jeep. And, and you know, if you don't understand, like, the the grease fittings, like the Zerk fittings and stuff, and you don't really understand that too well, that's fine. That's understandable. There are people that do. And have, have somebody that's reputable uh, service your vehicle, but also ask questions and understand what they're doing. So if you get out there off-road and something happens, you could say, oh, okay, I had this done, you know, and this is what it was, and you understand. Because ultimately, I think, you know, you get to a point where you don't want to have to take your Jeep to a shop all the time. You want to do your own work and things like that. So look at every experience as a learning experience. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And one thing I'm going to throw out there, which um, I had experienced my last will and trip in the TJ was um, I started leaking um, the axle oil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is pretty common. It's nothing major. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's just some things that you need to check out. I mean, if you're not really unsure, check your ball joints, check, check everything. I mean, you may think it's okay, yeah, it's fine, but you're dealing with a whole different kind of terrain when you go from just out on the road and then hitting the trail, especially for the first time. Make sure, like Ben said, that a certified technician or somebody that's really familiar with Jeeps and kind of the basis of things to look at to have them check it out. So a funny story goes along with what you just said. I had, I don't know, 
I would say it's funny or not, but <laughs> I had a similar issue of my TJ, um, and it was leaking front diff fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize it till I went to a festival and I, you know, did this big, you know, how we always park up on rocks. Everybody makes fun of us park up on it. Anyway, I parked up on this rock, did a poser shot or whatever. And my diff fluid was pouring out of my front axle. So I ended up going to a shop, um, because I needed, it needed new seals. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, if diff fluid's getting out, that means water can get in. And water on your gears is not good. Mud's not good in there. That can cause all kinds of problems. So I end up going to a shop, paying to get new seals put in. It still leaked. I bought these, um, there's companies that make these seal things that go in the axle tube ends. Mm-hmm. And um, they're great. They look good. You know, polished aluminum. It looks great. Still leaked. Uh, it was a mess. So ended up going to a driveline shop. And realizing that my front axle was actually bent and it was bent. Like I want to say he said like 25% an angle of 25 degrees or something like that, but which is pretty significant, but it was bent to the point that my inner axle was actually rubbing the outer axle. It was making a groove on my inner axle. Does that make sense? Oh, wow. So yeah, he, he was able to straighten it. That's one of the services that they provide. So he straightened it, and we put a truss on my front axle, uh, new seals and all. And I haven't had any other issues since. So uh, it's very important to notice these things, get them looked at. And, you know, and I, I'm bad as anybody else about saying, oh, that's no big deal. You know, I'm not worried about that. It does that all the time. But if it's doing it, it's something that could potentially be serious. So get it checked out. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a must there. So I'm telling you, get it checked out. Yeah, get it checked out, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's going to get checked out. Well, the guy that's supposed to be checking it out, um, he keeps getting busy. And I guess it's just that time of year where everything is busy, busy, busy. But mm-hmm. hopefully soon it'll get looked at. Yeah, it's still drivable, but off-roading right now, nah, I'm not going to do that too much. Yeah. I, I've seen like people empty their diff fluid and it looked just like mud because water's gotten in there, you know, and it'll actually just yeah. eat your gears. It'll eat your gears out. So, yeah. And you know, it happened right after um, a mud and trip. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> I, it's always something. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I'm glad my new one is all covered up and protected right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's some tips. And also, um, you know, kind of research the area that you're going to be off-roading or going to. I mean, it's it's very, um, I think it's very good to have kind of knowledge of what you're walking into. Because basically, you don't want to go somewhere that you've never been and you don't know what to expect. And there's all kinds of apps out there you can download and even Google and kind of type in where you're going and kind of check out the area, the terrain and different things like that. So you can be prepared for that as well. Yeah. And and look on Facebook and things and look up some local groups because there's always groups out there that has trails mapped out or somebody, somebody somewhere will always want to go off road. And so it kind of feeds back to what we were saying before about not going by yourself. I know you may not know these people, but what better way to make friends than to off-road with them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so use that as a resource also, your local groups. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, something I want to throw out there too, that you don't think very much about, especially in the summertime is uh, I, I like to carry a sweatshirt with me. And I know you mentioned a blanket earlier, but you know, people don't realize that just because it's 90 degrees in the daytime doesn't mean it's going to be 90 degrees at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know when I was out West, there was times that, you know, it was a hundred degrees in the day and hot. Then you'd go out in the evenings and it was actually kind of chilly. You know, you might need a sweatshirt or something like that. So, so, you know, just to be prepared, just throw that in there. A hoodie sweatshirt doesn't take up a lot of space, fit under your seat in the back or something like that. And if you need it, it's there. If you don't need it, it's no big deal. Right. Especially if you have like kids and small kids at that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. you want to be overprepared for that. I know my daughter could speak to that. Uh, we, you know, a lot of times when I first got my Jeep, we'd go just out. We'd go get ice cream or something. And it would be really nice. And then on the way home, it would be really cold. And she'd be in the back of the Jeep, you know, freezing because I wouldn't have a top or nothing on. So she started getting to where she always takes a sweatshirt with her. She just uh-huh. throws it in the, in the floorboard. And when she needs it, it's there. If she don't need it, cool, you know. But now that she's 17 years old and she's driving around on her own in a Jeep with no top on it, she does the exact same thing. She throws a sweatshirt in the back and she tells her friends, bring a sweatshirt. You know, she that's the lesson she's learned. That's awesome. Yeah. And that, that's a very good tip right there. That is. And I know uh, a few weeks ago um, we had went to the drive-in and of course it was beautiful, nice during the day. Well, a cold front ended up coming through and then that night it was, it got down to like 40 something and there was in the TJ with no top on. So, right. you know, thankfully I was prepared. I had mm-hmm. blankets, I had all this stuff, you know, and I did actually end up putting the top on after the drive in, but still it was a cold ride with them half doors. So, right. <laughs> Cause obviously in a TJ, when you have a lot of people in it, you don't have a, a lot of room to right. pack everything. So I really couldn't put the half doors in there and take them with me, but I did the side windows and stuff. So, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's a, that's a good point too. A lot of these tips that we're talking about, can relate to just every everyday life, not so much just, hey, I'm going off-road and I'm going on this off-road trip, some kind of crazy trail, but, you know, just going to the movies, going to get dinner or just a country drive. Hey, I'm going to get out on this two-lane road and drive for a few hours, you know, and, and the weather changes all the time, right? You could still have the same breakdowns, the mechanical issues. You could still have those things. things. So think about any time you get in your vehicle, that potential of anything happening and just be prepared for that. Yes, that that's very good advice, especially to these new Jeep owners that may not really be familiar, you know, with right. things like that. Cause I know when I first got my Jeep, I never thought about anything like that. So. Yeah. Uh, something I saw today, actually a video um, that is a good thing to talk about is fire extinguishers. You know, I, when I first started off road and, I never thought about needing one. I had to buy one when I went to Utah for that trip there. But the video I saw, this guy, his, his vehicle was on fire. And they said, always have a fire extinguisher. You know, that's something that is something simple you can pick up anywhere and just throw in your vehicle. And hopefully you'll never need it. But in case you do, it's there. Yeah, I have one in my uh, in my TJ. I need to get one for my CJ with that bigger motor, but, yeah. um, you know, I could always 
switch it out and put it in there or something like that. But there's a, there's a couple companies out that make some that uh, that you can just throw on there. Uh, I've seen some people on Instagram have them. They they just kind of look like a flare almost or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the name of the company right off the top of my head, but there there is a company that makes them and they look really uh, sleek and easy to use. I'd like to get my hands on some of them actually. Yeah. Now my fire extinguisher has a strap and it it's like up on the bar of it where it's kind of like out of right. the way, uh, which I think yeah. I kind of like it. It's kind of cool, but yeah, what you're talking about, I need to check into. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to look those up. I don't remember the name brand of those. Mine's like yours. Like you say, it has a, mine's got like a bracket. It's made by that, uh, made by a company called Drake. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bracket that goes onto your roll cage and it, attaches to the fire extinguisher and then the whole bracket like somehow disconnects from the cage so you can use it. it's like a quick connect thing mm-hmm. it's it's really neat i like it but uh, i'm gonna have to look that other company up because i want to i'd like to get some of those okay well since we're talking about off-roading and trails and stuff i thought it'd be a good time for us to mention maybe some upcoming events coming up okay so uh actually there's an event coming up uh which is june the 16th through june the 19th that's thursday through sunday the Tennessee Trail Jam. It's at Loretta Lynn's Ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. So if you're close to that area, make sure to check it out. I wanted to go this year, and it just didn't work out for me. But I did. That's one event I really wanted to go to. Yeah, I was planning on going last year, but I just had so many things happen last year that was just, I don't know, it was crazy. So hopefully next year I can actually go. Yeah. And uh, next week coming up, I have to mention this, the Great American Crawl. And it's uh, June the 24th through the 26th at Good Evening Ranch Off-Road Park in Canvas, West Virginia. So what yeah. about it, Vince? You, I know you've been there. I have been there. Um, you know, the Good Evening Ranch is a great place to go. There's uh, trails there really for, I don't know, from a moderate built rig up to buggy. You know, big rock, uh, a lot of different obstacles there. There's one big, huge rock garden that's crazy. Um, I don't, there's camping available. There's cabins. They have an on site restaurant. Um, they have goats. <laughs> if you like goats, but, uh, but it, it's a great place to go. Um, and they, uh, they have about anything. I wouldn't go there. I'm just going to say for my own self that I wouldn't go there if I had like a stock Jeep because there's not really anything there that's not going to cause some sort of or potential for some sort of damage. But for anything else, you know, if you step up a tire size, say 35 or something like that, you'd be okay. But uh, it's it's a good place to go. Um, and they have pretty much anything. It's close to Summersville, West Virginia, which has a big lake. You could go fishing and, you know, you can make a big long trip out of it if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you guys are in the area, go check it out. Go see the awesome Jeeps over there. And while you're there, find a fishbone off road. I know they're going to be set up there and tell them I said, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> but I wish I was going, I wanted to go there too. And same old story. Yeah. Make it. It's, it's a couple hours for me to get there and, I'm just, I don't know. I've got so many things going on right now. You know how, you know what they say, you got too many irons in the fire. That's me right now. So yeah. Uh, for me to, t- to make a trip uh, for the, especially this coming up week, uh, I'm just not, it, you know, it's not what happened. So 
Yeah, it's not going to happen. And then, of course, we have to mention the biggest event coming up in August, Vince, which is the uh, Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Yes. And that kicks off uh, August the 25th through August the 27th. That's the Thursday through the Saturday. And this is an event that I'm going to try my best to make it. But my Jeep is in the process of being uh, upgraded. So I um, got my fingers crossed that it's going to be done in time. So hopefully it works out that I can make it. I've been trying to get there the last couple of years, and it seems like something has always came up. And now I have a Jeep that I can actually drive there, <laughs> and it's got to get upgraded before I go. So yeah. we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> it's You know, that, that event is, is an amazing event. I've been uh, – I didn't go last year, but uh, I've been probably uh, three or four years, and uh, – it grows and grows and grows. I think last year, the the last year that I went, um, which was probably 2020, I'm going to guess, um, was uh, I think they said there was like 10,000 Jeeps there, which is amazing. Uh, you can see anything there from completely stock like Jeep Liberties to just blown race Jeeps that are just crazy, you know, driving on the road down there. And uh, it's, it's amazing, especially if you like Jeeps, like that lifestyle. It's a must. You have to go. Um, I'm planning on being there. I'm going to throw that out there. I don't know. We'll have to see how things go as, as the year progresses. But for now, I'm going to say I'm planning on being there. Uh, you can look for me probably at either Crawl America's booth, uh, TNT. I think we're going to have a booth there or uh, tactical recovery equipment. I'll be floating around. So look me up if if you go and I'm there. I'll have a decal for you. Awesome. And if I do get to make events, we're going to make this thing happen. The Jeep show is going to go live. Yes. Yes. If, if we're both there together, it's going to be a, a definitely a fun time. So there's going to be something, some sort of shenanigans are going to happen. Yes, definitely shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have the quotes of the week this week. You are enough. Let me repeat that. So it goes through you are enough yeah that's a good one yeah i think it's pretty much straight to the point you know yeah yeah that's uh that's something we need to tell ourselves every day yeah never let what's happening around you uh kind of take effect of you you are enough it may bad things may happen during a day but it doesn't mean it's a bad day so try to find the positive every day in the something and some days you're going to have to look a little bit a little bit closer of what could be the positive but i guarantee you once you start looking and you get that gratitude going you will find something positive in that day yeah you know i think a lot of times we want to glaze over the good stuff that's going on in our lives in general uh day to day yes but just you know in our life uh because of one little bad thing might happen, you know, and, and you, it, you don't even look at the good stuff ever. And I think, I, you know, that's a, that's a fault. I know that I have for sure. And I, I feel a lot of people have, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, one little bad thing happens and you're like, Oh, it's the worst day ever, but it's not really, you know, you were, you woke up, you know, you went outside, you breathed fresh air, whatever it might be. You got to look at every little blessing and every little thing is a good thing to happen. Right. If you got a warm meal today, you know, yeah. 
if you have exactly. your family next to you. Yeah. You know, those with this heat, with, with this heat, I'm awful thankful for air conditioning right now. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you got to, you know, I, I get up super early in the morning and I go to work and it's just this, this drumming job of just, oh gosh, it's the same thing every day, you know, and it's easy. It's so easy to get depressed and get into that mindset. But if you look at it, it's like, you know what? On my way home, I'm going to stop and get me an ice cream cone or something. You know what I mean? And, and just, just enjoy that moment. And especially if you have people around you that are in the same type of mindset, it, it just makes things so much better. Yeah, that's, yeah, keep your circle with positive people. Yeah, there's so much negative people. I mean, it's not even real. Okay, Vince, so uh, any uh, more events that you know about? Well, there's, it's, uh, the Ohio Jeep Fest is coming up, and it's coming up the weekend of 4th of July. I think it's, I want to say it starts the 2nd of July, but it's in Chillicothe, Ohio, at the Ross Fairgrounds, Ross County Fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. And it's a great event uh, put on by Mojo, the Mid-Ohio Jeepers organization. And uh, guys out there, they're, they're a great group of guys. They have uh, obstacle courses. There's one that's like a modified extreme course. There's one that's a stock-ish course that you could drive a vehicle straight off the lot through. Uh, a lot of vendors. They have a concert. Um I want to say maybe Kentucky Headhunters this year. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, really? You you should be familiar with them. Yeah. uh, uh, But it's it's a great time. Um, They have on-site camping available. You can RV camp or tent camp, whatever you decide to do. Uh, Or there's hotels close by there, too. So check check them out. You can find them online, Facebook, Instagram, Ohio Jeep Fest. Yeah, a great group of guys. Make sure to check them out. Yeah. Vince, what are we listening to? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. Uh, <laughs> this week, you know, I'm, I'm listening to some uh, ACDC. So. Oh, wow. That's a mix jam- up from normal. Yeah, just jamming some ACDC. And, uh, you know, today the song was Hell's Bells. So I was just really hitting it hard today on my way home. I say it's probably from the heat. It could be. You're right. <laughs> I, uh, you know, my air conditioner is messed up in my truck, like I told you earlier. And I, uh, I, you know, it's like ninety some degrees here, so it's really hot. <laughs> I've got. Luckily, my truck it's four door, so I roll down all four of those windows, and then my back glass rolls all the way completely down. So it's almost kind of like driving a jeep with a top on you know just the top piece kind of uh-huh. that's what i that's what i tell myself anyway it's kind of like driving a jeep but it's a little bit cool but it's still you know when it's 97 degrees it's it's just hot oh yeah well you know you're from west virginia you can always rig it up to make it look like a jeep <laughs> i know i could like zip tie a jeep grill on the front of it yeah <laughs> you know uh <laughs> super glue the jeep emblem <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. I may not be able to park at the plant parking lot if I did something like that. <laughs> you know, I say, I say, uh, you're from West Virginia and do that. People from Kentucky actually do oh, yeah. this stuff. So, you know, that's not a sneak. I think that's just a region thing. And we're in the same region. So, <laughs> yeah, there's not telling what you will see. And I kid you not, I've seen a, a car up on 40s. 
Oh yeah. There's a, there's a guy that runs around here local that has a Jaguar on, uh, I, I don't know what they are, probably forties on the, they're mud dogs or mud hogs or something like an old mud tire, but it's a Jaguar, like a four door car with leather interior. It's a nice car. <laughs> Oh man, but, that's awesome! You know, it's it's funny because uh, years ago I, I was uh, driving around. I don't even remember where I was now, but it was somewhere here local in West Virginia, and uh, I ran across this guy that had a. It was a Camaro, but it was like the front end of a Camaro, like an '80s model Camaro, but the back end of like a Nissan pickup truck. <laughs> what? And he had put the front, put the like the hood fenders. Yeah, it was just the hood and the fenders and, like, the headlights and the grill, you know, the front, basically, front clip of the Camaro on there. And the from the cab firewall back was Nissan pickup truck. I don't know. It was the oddest thing I'd ever seen in my life, and I was super impressed that it all fit together, and it was painted, and it looked like it was supposed to be like that, but it was just so weird. Oh, Wow. Yeah. And if anybody's not familiar with Kentucky and West Virginia, this is the norm here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It's pretty normal. Oh, man. I know some people probably go through our state or see things from our states and they're like, yeah, okay. That's just. <laughs> uh, you know, um, one earlier we were talking, uh, before the show, we were talking about Hatfield McCoy trail systems here in West Virginia. And you know, for those of you who don't know, that's a trail system here that the state has developed uh, for side-by-sides and full-size off-roading vehicles uh, all over the state. Anyway, uh, before those opened, I used to off-road on those same trails. And I was out one day, uh, me and a, a buddy of mine, and these guys came past us. And it was like an Oldsmobile, like a four-door Oldsmobile car of some kind, but didn't have no doors on it. And it was had four of those donut tires on there, you know, like the spare tires. And then they had a couch bolted to the roof of it. And there was guys up there riding on that couch and they were just getting it through the woods, through these trails that, I mean, you have to use four drive to get through. These guys are just busting through there. And I'm like, Oh wow, this is crazy. You know? And, and that was back before, you know, you had cell phones where you get pictures and stuff like that, you know, maybe date, date myself a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, like you said, it's, it's the stuff we see here that's just like, oh, wow, well, okay, that's pretty awesome that that guy did that, that most people would freak out about, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so back to what we were talking about, we kind of got distracted, but what are you listening to this week? I'm listening to country. No yeah. fret artist, just got the old classic country going. I don't know why. Just and I've actually been listening to a little bit of gospel music this week. So and just so you guys know, I love all types of music. I'm not just a metalhead. <laughs> I like I can literally listen to probably Snoop Dogg and turn around to Johnny Cash. And then probably and listen to Amazing Grace, like all within five minutes. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm like that too. I, I appreciate all kinds of music. Uh, doesn't matter because it takes a lot of talent for people to be able to to produce music like they do. You know, uh, well, I'll, with one one exception, the newer music where it's all like 
the poppy computer generated. I'm not too crazy about that stuff. My daughter liked it, but uh, I guess it still takes talent because you're still trying to figure it out how to make it work. But, uh, but I, I like every kind of music. And it's the same thing goes back to like we've talked about with cars. You know, I appreciate the guy that put the Camaro front end on the Nissan. I appreciate the work that guy put into that thing, you know. Oh, yeah, it takes talent. It takes talent. It ta- and it, like I said, it looked like it was supposed to be that way. I knew it wasn't, but it, but it worked. <laughs> And, you know, you get people with low riders and jacked up trucks and all this stuff. And, you know, I appreciate all the work that they do on those vehicles because it takes talent to do those things. So, yeah. Now, my yeah. oldest son, he's not a Jeep guy. I mean, he he likes them and stuff, but he's a low rider. You know? Yeah. So he's got this um, old Nissan out there that was his grandpa's and mm-hmm. he, he lowered it and everything and. He's like, I want the um, the rising sun hood on it. So me and him went out there. I was like, all right, well, we're going to do this thing. He's like, it'll never work, Mom. But I taped it off. I said, trust me, taped it all off. He's an excellent spray painter, by the way. And yeah. uh, it looks pretty good. It looks That's good. Awesome. It looks professional. Yeah. As long as he doesn't lower a Jeep. I respect what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'll do that. He, now, he loves the CJ. He loves yeah. the CJ. But he's just like, you know, a low rider guy. And yeah. then, you know, I probably think my youngest daughter will be the one that ends up with the purple XJ just because yeah. she is, she's just like that. I don't know. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, any of that, anything, anytime you go to modify anything, low riding or, or raising them up or anything like that. It takes a lot of knowledge and a lot of understanding about what you're doing, you know, and and I can't, uh, the trucks that I see driving down the road that, you know, slam on the ground and shoot sparks out the back, you know, uh, that, I think that's awesome. I would have done that. You know, if, you know, years ago, I would have done that right now. I probably would hurt, probably would hurt my neck. <laughs> just because I'm old, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I can't go to work Monday because I was slamming my truck on the ground." But when I was younger, I definitely—I mean, I, I think that's cool. You know, if if my daughter brought one of those guys up here to the house, one thing his truck wouldn't be able to get up my driveway. But I would be super impressed with that. You know what I mean? So I say kudos to whatever you want to do. You know, just do it, man. Just have fun with it. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I appreciate all vehicles like you. You know, I grew up around a lot of different type of trucks and vehicles and stuff just because my pa, you know, he always worked on them. He was a painter. He had a body shop. And then uh, mm-hmm. my dad was always really big into cars. We had Chevelles. We had all kinds of stuff. So, right. you know, I'm just grew up that way. So I appreciate all cars and all music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really big into rat rods outside of the Jeep the community. I, I love them. I want one so bad. Mm-hmm. And, and and we went, you know, we were talking about Tennessee for the Jeep invasion. There's also a rod run in Tennessee. Yeah. And isn't it like a week before Jeep invasion or well, something? They have, they have one in the spring and one in the fall. The one in the fall, I know, is Labor Day weekend, but okay. I don't know about the other one. But uh, we were d- down there one year, just happened to be down there. You know, but we didn't go for that show. We just happened to be there. And uh, I saw a semi-truck 
rat rod and it was slammed on the ground and it was like this old like 1950 model semi I was I, I, I was just all blown away by this thing I, I fell in love I was like I want one of those you know I don't know what I'll do with it but it's awesome you know so I, I'm big into those old rusty just rusty crusty looking you know rat rods I like that really well yeah but, yeah, that would be an awesome event to go to as well. It was cool. I mean, and, and you know, they have everything. Like, you know, they have newer Jeeps, newer trucks, newer cars, but they also have these really old, like, just slammed to the ground, just something that looks like it's barely running, but, you know, shooting flames out the exhaust and, you know, just crazy stuff. And I really, if you're into the car culture, I mean, it, you know, you got to be all in the way I see it. I, I don't, I don't like the, I'm only into this type of thing and not this other thing. I, I'm I'm into all of it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm into all of it. And I kind of want to throw this out there. Um, you know, I, I don't know really why I have to mention this, but I'm going to mention it. I feel like I need to. Um, if you're on social media and you kind of feel out of place, you feel like you don't belong anywhere, if you feel like nobody don't like you and you just don't fit in with the in crowd, you know, or whatever, come find me. I will be your friend. I will be your <laughs> tribe. I will be your biggest supporter. Trust me. I will. And I'm going to put this out there, which whenever I first started um, my Instagram and stuff, you know, you would be surprised at the people that said I was not a true Jeeper because I had a CJ7 and that um, they were better than me because they had a brand new Jeep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, a CJ7 is a classic Jeep. I think that's more of a Jeep. You know what I'm saying? For right. somebody to judge me like that. And then when I got my newer Jeep, oh, then they want to be my. But <laughs> this is the thing, you know, don't judge anybody for what they drive, whether it's an XJ, a JLU, a CJ, TJ, YJ, whatever, Renegade. Don't, don't judge them, you know? Let's be good human let's be good to each other let's be kind because anything needs it right now we our world needs it just be kind oh. to each other don't act stuck up you got fifty three thousand followers and somebody may only have a hundred that's meaningless it's nothing that doesn't mean you're better than anybody else so let's be kind to each other and support one another, no matter how many followers you have or how many you don't have or how many likes you get or how many you don't get. Let's just support one another. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, Sarah. And, and I, I would also, I see a lot when people are building vehicles, that, you know, I have a brand new Rubicon and it's worth a lot more than your TJ. And so it's, I'm better than you are. Don't mm -hmm. let's not do that either. You know, it's not uh, it's not a competition. Quit turning it into a competition. Let's like yeah. you said, just be be good to one another. Just why can't you just support people? It doesn't matter if if you know you may never talk to that person ever again in your life, but you run into somebody at the gas station, and you might say something that that may change their whole outlook on life, and you don't even know it. So just be nice to people. Hold the door open for people. You know what I mean? Just Nice. Yeah, a like or a follow on your basis of who I am because you know that doesn't matter because if you start looking at negative things like that you're never going to match up there's always going to be somebody with a bigger page or more likes or more jeeps so, so don't ever compare yeah. yourself you know because you're you're never going to win 
you are already a winner. So just bask in it, go with it, have fun, enjoy life and make some friends, some connections life with and stay away from negative people. (laughs) That's right. Please, no gossipers. And you know, the the negative people a lot of times kind of sneak in. You don't really know that they're negative to start with. They seem like they're cool, you know, and then next thing you know, it's like, they're dragging, like you said earlier about the vampire thing, they're just like dragging you down into their negativity. You know, you'll, yeah. you'll figure that out real quick if you pay attention to the way people are and uh, get away from those people. <laughs> right. I, I say that and, and it's, I, I am a lot of times in that trap, you know, because I just like to, I don't yeah. know, people please, I guess. So I get in that trap, but a lot of times I, I just need to say, I'm done, you know, and leave. Yeah. So. Well, there's always a point. You can always be kind to everybody, even whenever they're negative, you know, you should to those people, but just know where your limit is and when you need to, to get out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like find your cutoff point. Okay. I left it at this. I'm out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I felt like maybe somebody was listening that, maybe has been down or feeling like that they're not good enough because of social media. And so I kind of wanted to put it out there. You're not alone. We're all in this together. I'll be your friend. Guys, go find Vince. He'll be your friend. (laughs) Yeah. Or (laughs) if a girl wants to talk to me, that's fine too. I don't care. I'm just friendly person. So whatever. And I'm sure you're you're the same way. Absolutely. I mean, me and Vince are always here to listen. So if you just want to ask me about my beard, that's fine. We can do that too. <laughs> okay, Vince, here comes. <laughs> I'm that's, kidding. I don't that, know though. You make that's like a verbal, on that one. like a verbal thirst trap. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Oh, and by the way. Uh, everyone listening, Vince is inviting you to come to West Virginia to go camping <laughs> with places yeah. with no cell service and drink beer all night long. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not beer. Moonshine. Yeah. Moonshine. Yeah. Private stock. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. But seriously, Vince would be up for it. So hit him up and I'm yeah. sure y'all can plan some kind of willing trip or something. He's got several things that's in the works that uh, we can't really talk about right now, but you definitely want to stay tuned for some big things that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I got something I'll be revealing here in a couple of weeks, if you know what I'm talking about, Shane. Yes. And I can't wait. I'm like overexcited. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Well, that's our show for tonight. We hope that you enjoyed, and we hope you guys have a safe, fun weekend. Get those tops down. Enjoy this beautiful sunshine. Vince, what are we going to do? We're going to keep it Jeep.